What's up, guys? So today we're going to get into the absolute worst scenario possible project. You know, the one where you're going through and uh, it's at the end and you're about to get paid. And this customer's got a punch list a mile long with shit that they want you to address. Um, and it's the last thing that you expected last day of the job. And we're going to get into how to avoid that, first of all, and how to get the project that you actually want. The white whale, the one where it's you pays great money. You're there for three months you don't have to set up and break down a bunch of times the homeowners love you they're bringing you coffee every morning so we're going to get into how to get those jobs and how to avoid the other ones it's your boy clint and this is the tile free podcast here we are we're at the end of a two-week project and you got one or two days left and all of a sudden you start getting these messages from the husband which you've rarely seen throughout the whole project and you've been talking to the wife and she seems pretty happy everything's normal you show up on time whatever blah 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 it's going well and it's the day before you're supposed to finish the job and you get this message from the husband's like hey you know i was hoping you could finish a little spot and then you show up in the morning and then there's a list with three, four things. And then by the middle of the day, you realize not only are you not going to finish the project today, but you have this feeling like it may never finish. Uh, these situations, these types of projects are absolutely the worst case scenario for a lot of us in construction. And the bottom line is, is you have to set yourself up to avoid this preliminarily. So this starts way back for, it's like when someone says, you know, they had a kid and uh, you know, they're maybe they're pregnant and they, they go back on that decision a little bit or whatever. You made the decision when you had sex to have a kid. So you you made that decision a long time ago. So that's how this works um, in a job is if you're in a situation or you're in a project that there's it's kind of all going to hell. The, the bottom line is, is you made that decision a long time ago. You set the tone at the very beginning, the first point of contact uh, with this homeowner to allow it to get to this point. So I'm gonna go over a couple of steps. Let's review these things right now to avoid this type of a project. Step one. So the first step is you're gonna wanna pre-qualify the customer over the phone. So how does this work? Well, they call you and say, hey, I was just wondering, curious, um, you know, how much you charge a square foot? It's a bathroom, uh, you know, big house, normal, blah, blah, blah. Shouldn't be too much, blah, blah, blah. So for 20 years, I did the absolute opposite of what I'm about to tell you <laughs> because I would say, oh, well, you know, and you, you immediately put yourself in a position where you want to you wanna help them. You want to address their question but I urge you not to do this. I urge you instead, ahead of time, build out a list of possible questions that you might have for that client based on the perfect job. So in other words, when they call you and say, oh, you know, I wanna do this, uh, how much per square foot? And you say, oh, well, unfortunately, we don't estimate over the phone because could you imagine if, if, if I thought of every worst case scenario at your project, because that's what I'd have to do if I give you a quote. So if I tell you a number over the phone, it's going to be the most extreme scenario. And it's going to probably be a lot higher than if I just actually came out and saw the site and they go, Oh, well, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When can you come out? Just say, okay, well, hold on. There's a couple of questions that I had for you about the project, uh, just to make sure that it fits in alignment with what we're able to do for you. And they go, oh, well, what's your questions? What you're doing is you're putting yourself in a position 
as a contractor now you're choosing the project and that's what has to happen at the very beginning most people think that the the homeowner chooses the contractor well it goes both ways the contractor should be in a position to choose the projects as well and a lot of you are gonna say well i got rent to pay i can't be doing trust the process step two set up a proper site visit so when you set this up you're on the phone you set up the proper type site visit put it in your calendar set yourself up for success by making sure that you're going to remember the appointment and that you're going to be on time what you're doing is you're setting a precedence with the client that you don't mess around you don't play with their time you respect it as a contractor this is something that's very rare in our industry so if you do this, people will recognize it over time. Some won't care, but the ones that do are the ones that you want. So you set up a proper site visit. You arrive with a sheet in front of you with every possible scenario. This sheet needs to be filled out, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on an iPad, or whether it's actual physical clipboard and you write it out freehand doesn't matter. The point is, is that you're reminding yourself to look at and pay attention to every single detail of the project. So spend some time, spend a good few hours before you go to this site, do it one time, make this sheet so that you can fill it out and then you can take it on every single estimate that you go to. Step three, this is probably the most important part of this seven step process. Although I would say they're probably all equally really important, but step three is really, really important. Um, it's the quote. The quote is the thorn in my side. I fucking hate paperwork. I hate sitting down and writing in detail. This material goes in this place and this is to be ordered and blah, 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 fucking blah. I hate it. So what happens with most of us? We put it off. We end up doing it at 10 o'clock at night. We end up doing it in off hours when everybody else is asleep or we do it, we cram it in some point in the day where we didn't have anything else to do. We put it off and procrastinate. I urge you to become extremely disciplined when it comes to your quotes. They need just as much respect as everything else. Just as much as you find importance in setting tile properly, back buttering, collapsible notches, proper non-staining grout, expansion joints. You find yourself a professional when it comes to that. So you need to be a professional when you quote a project. So lay out the job, do the whole job in your head, walk through each step. And this may take hours to do, but in the end, the more detailed you are on the quote, the more the homeowner and the client is going to respect you and respect your quote. So give it that time, detail everything in great, great, great detail. I can't urge it enough. Great detail. Step four, this is where you're starting the project and we're all really, this is the best part, right? Like this is the one that we all enjoy the most where we pull up, we've got our thin set, we've got our order, we took a deposit or we're getting it today. Everyone's excited about this and we're all feeling good. They're going to get a new home. But I urge you to keep that energy throughout the project. This is where you get to display your discipline. This is where you get to show them that you're consistently on time, not just for the estimate and not just to pick up the check, but you're consistently on time throughout the project. Don't drop your shit and then bounce. Anything that happens in the first few days where you drop your emotion or whether you exploit yourself as getting frustrated because something happens or you run into a problem that no one foreseen, 
if you do that, the client's faith is going to start to drop. And if they've lost faith in you, once that happens, it's very, very difficult to come back from that. Trust me, I've been there many, many times in my career where once you lose that faith of the homeowner, there's almost nothing that you can do to, to earn that back. And even at the end of the job, if you complete everything that you said you were going to do, there's still a little bit of a, a bad feeling or bad taste left in their mouth. So make sure that you stay disciplined throughout the project um, and keep the energy that you started with consistently through it, address any issues right away and take care of them. Hopefully before they see them, but take care of them as soon as you can. Step five, this is, this is where you have to be more confident um, than ever before throughout the entire project. You've been pretty confident. You've kept your energy level good. You've set the tone for the project. You've respected their time, their space. Um, you've satisfied what you believe your contract is to a T you're almost done. So the day or so before, um, you should have written along at the very beginning a payment structure for them to follow. But the day before that final payment is coming, you want to let them know. You want to say, okay, just so you know, you know, if it's Wednesday hey, on Friday, we're going to be complete here and we'd like to accept the final payment. So we're going to go ahead and send you the invoice tonight. And as long as you're happy with everything, uh, then we'll go ahead and collect that. Now, those are the magic words. As long as you're happy with everything. And a lot of contractors out there go, no, don't say that. <laughs> don't say as long as you're happy because some people just can't be happy. Step six, this is finish strong. This is the part of the project where you've completed 99% of the tasks that you need to complete for the project. You've lived up to your end of the bargain. You've completed what you feel has been satisfactory to the client. What do you do if you're at the end of this project and you've done everything that you've stated out ahead, you've prepared your company in a way that there's no surprises, you've addressed any and all issues, you've functioned with confidence, you've kept your energy level perfect, billing was on point, your guys are paid and happy, you're happy, everything was perfect, but they still have this list. They have this long list of things that they're like, oh, well, you know, before uh, before we pay you, we, we're just wondering if you could just do this, this little thing, this little thing. Oh, over here. Oh, and what about this? And you're just getting that feeling in the pit of your stomach that the job's not going to be done. The job's never going to end. And this, this homeowner is now abusing your time, your efforts, and they're devaluing your trade altogether. This is where you have to accept the fact that you're not going to get your final payment. This is where you need to finish the project in its entirety with happiness and pleasant. You need to treat everybody around you with respect. You need to leave the job site clean and orderly and perfect. Satisfy your contract. Once you've engaged in that contract, you need to finish payment irregardless at the end. I would say if they don't give you the deposit, then don't start the job. But at the end, if they're refusing to give you the final payment because of, oh, this and oh, that and oh, this and oh, that, accept the fact that 0.01% of people, they're just not going to be happy. And you need to remove yourself from that situation. And the cost, the final payment on that project is not worth the space in your head. Leave it. Walk away from the job knowing that you did an excellent job. You left it clean and tidy and you satisfied your contract. If they chose not to make that final payment, you do what you got to do. You write up your invoice, you send it to collections, and then you purge it from your mind and move the fuck on. Final step, step seven. 
That's my favorite. Go the fuck back to step one. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I know I sure did. And I'm working on these steps as I go. So as always, the CS is over. So get the fuck back to work.